Hello everybody, my name is Steve Lally and I'm a storyteller and you're all very welcome here on RT Junior to Samhain Stories. Now I've got a very, very special story for you. It's all about a cat. Does anyone out there own a cat? Well, I suppose some people do and others don't. Well, we certainly do and he's a very extraordinary sort of cat. His name is Furry Man. He's black and white, with a wee black moustache and a black mask over his eyes. In fact, he looks a lot like Zorro. We found Furry Man over two years ago, on the very day that he was born. Sadly, he had been abandoned and there was no one to take care of him. He was so fragile and small, his eyes were closed and he was shivering with the cold. So we took him home and we kept him warm. We fed him special kitten milk formula in a bottle and even helped him go to the toilet as we kittens can't do that by themselves. He was so furry and cute, we wanted to give him a name that would reflect this. So we tried Ewok, Mogwai and even Sylvester from the cartoons. But we were always referring to him as Furry Man, saying things like... How is the furry man? Where is the furry man? What are you doing, furry man? We love the furry man. You win all the prizes, furry man. You are so kind, furry man. So it became obvious that his name should indeed be Furry Man. We all took turns in taking care of the furs. and This was a nickname we have for him too. The furs went everywhere with us as he was too small and vulnerable to leave him on his own. He even had his own wee wicker basket with a warm blanket in it that we would carry around the place with us. When we went into shops, people would always be curious to see what was in the basket. And when they looked, their hearts would melt when they saw the little fuzzy wee kitten look up at them with those big baby blue eyes. And people were so taken by Furry Man that they would give him presents. For example, when we went into a toy shop, he would always get a wee soft toy. And after a while, there were so many toys in the basket that we had to take a lot of them out, as there was no room left for poor Furry Man. We took Furry Man with us on holidays to Sligo. It was a lot of fun, sneaking him into the hotel. He was so good. And while we were there, we took him to see the sea and also to see Ben Bulban, the kingdom of the fairies. For we always believed that Furry Man was one of the fairy folk, as he literally appeared out of nowhere. We took him to visit the poet W.B. Yeats's grave, and even got his photo taken beside it. When we went for something to eat, he would come with us, and I would give him his bottle. Once, he had a wee bit of ice cream, and he loved it. You see, Furry Man not only eats regular cat food, he loves biscuits, pancakes and popcorn. And this is another reason for us to believe that he is not a typical sort of cat. We watched him grow and get stronger day by day. His little baby blue eyes changed into big emerald green eyes that seemed to glow and sparkle when you looked into them. Furry Man became a bit of a celebrity. <laughs> he was an RT junior being interviewed by Martin the Pine Martin. 
He also appeared in an exhibition I had as part of my master's, in a portrait donning one of his many dicky bow collars, which he always seemed to lose. I always wondered where those collars went to, and this is where our story begins. As Furry Man got older, he would wander off at night and not come back until the following morning. So we took him to the vet, and he had an operation that we were told would stop him from wandering. But it never worked, as he would continue wandering off at night, only to return the next morning. Another thing that was happening was that every time we got him a new collar, he would lose it. He had every type of collar you could think of. Some were... Blue, red, yellow, pink, green, tartan, tweed, velvet, even sparkly and reflective ones, each with a little bell. Some even had a dicky bow on them. But they would always go missing. And we wondered where they ended up when Furry Man would go on his midnight rambles in the countryside. So one night, I decided to follow him. Mind you, it was no ordinary night, for it was Iha Hauna, Night of the Sowen, better known as Halloween. It was a dark and misty night. I could hear the wind as it whistled and swirled, catching the autumn leaves in its invisible claws, scattering them around my feet like red, yellow, orange and brown confetti, making a crunching and crackling sound as I walked through them. In the distance, I could see Furry Man as he trotted along without a care in the world. It's funny how cats are not afraid of the dark, but we tend to be. Maybe it's because they can see and hear things that we can't, only we have to use our imaginations to fill in the gaps. I watched Furry Man with his tail swishing ever so gracefully in the air, and his long shadow cast itself across the road like a great black panther. The sound of his bell tinkling on his collar was eerie to say the least, but I took comfort in the knowledge that bells and cats are supposed to keep wicked ghosts and spirits at bay. Then he stopped, as he must have heard me walking across the crunchy leaves. I hid behind a tree and watched as he looked around, sniffing the air. There was a full moon in the sky. Its silvery light caught his big green emerald eyes, which made them light up like magical lamps. He purred ever so gently, as if he knew I was there. I forgot to mention that Furry Man only purrs for me, which makes me feel very privileged, but much to the annoyance of everyone else who showers him with love. Silently, he turned away and began walking again, with the mist swirling about him like smoke from a witch's cauldron. I followed, trying not to make too much noise, when all of a sudden Furry Man stopped in front of a big hedge he sat down facing it and made one of his signature sounds. Then the strangest thing happened. The hedge started to rustle and shake. The wind really started to build up, making whooshing and howling sounds. 
I have to admit I was quite afraid, especially when I saw the hedge open up like a doorway and a strange green light glowing from it. The light shone into furry man's eyes, causing him to stand up on his hind legs and walk like a human through the magical doorway. Even though I was frightened, I followed him through the entrance, and I had to shield my eyes from that powerful green light. I found myself in a great hall, decorated with magnificent paintings and sculptures of all the great heroes and villains of the fairy realm. There was a statue of the Puka horse cast in bronze, and I saw a painting of the Banshee. It seemed to be alive, and I could hear it howling as it pointed a long, bony finger at me. The hall was full of every type of strange, mythical creature that you could think of. Furry man stood before them like a prince, as they made a line so they could each greet and bow to him. There was a minotaur. A pleasure to meet you, furry man. A cyclops. Lovely to see you, furry man. A puka. Who's your cutting horse? A banshee. A leprechaun. Janie McFreeman, don't be chasing me now, will ya? A witch. <laughs> well, how about that? I'll eat my hat, if that ain't the sweetest cat. And a giant. Ah, tis yourself, furry man. You must come up and see me sometime. I couldn't believe my eyes. All these weird and wonderful creatures were treating furry man with such kindness and respect, and it was obvious that they all knew him. Then there was a sound of a great trumpet being blown and everyone stood to attention as a great set of golden doors opened at the back of the hall and out of the haze of green mist appeared two thrones with a king on one and a queen on the other. They were surrounded by an entourage of little folk dressed in royal finery and each of them had a collar with a bell upon it. The king and the queen also had collars with dicky bows on them and sparkly collars with little bells hanging from their crowns. I was hiding behind the puka statue, trying to avoid the scanning eyes of the banshee in the painting. And I thought to myself, so that's where all his collars are going to. And then the king stood up and began to speak. Our dear guests... You are all very welcome to the Kosher i Hahauna, our Halloween party. We are particularly thrilled to have our great guest of honour here tonight with us, the one and only <clears throat> Furry Man. It was he who offered to leave the safety and comfort of the fairy realm in order to live among the humans and let us know what is happening in their world above ours. He has told us many fine stories of his adventures and how his plan worked that he would be taken in by a family who respect and believe in the fairy folk. He listens to their stories about us and in turn he tells us stories about the humans. Oh, how we laugh at some of the things that they say about us <laughs> and their own strange customs and beliefs. Now, let us hear from Furry Man what he has to say about the humans. My heart jumped when I realized that I was going to hear Furry Man speak. 
The anticipation was overwhelming. What would he sound like? Then Furryman stepped forward and bowed to the king and queen and said... Then Furryman stopped and walked over to where I was hiding. He reached out a paw and beckoned me from behind the puka statue. I was very nervous as I stepped out. Yet to my surprise, everyone gave a big cheer. The king and the queen thanked me and my family for sharing their stories with the world and taking good care of Furryman. I graciously accepted their thanks and explained that myself and my family were a little bit different too. So Furryman fitted in perfectly. Then Furryman shouted. With that, the music started and the dancing began. Myself and Furryman hit the floor. Oh, he had some very impressive dance moves. And it was great to listen to the songs, the music, and the stories of the fairy folk. Then a she-gwiha, a fairy wind, came whistling through the room and lifted myself and furry man into the air. I found myself back in our kitchen, with furry man munching away on some popcorn. And then a voice called. Well, did you find him? You weren't gone too long. Yeah, I found him all right. Furry man looked over at me and winked. I noticed that his collar was gone and he had gold dust on his paws. He began to lick it off just in time for us all to enjoy a slice of Halloween barn brack and butter. Hmm. And I knew exactly what he was thinking, for I was thinking the same. When will we go on our next adventure? But that is another story. (laughs) 